Hi, this is Angel Ramirez, host of the Angel and Harmony Show, and this is Our Future is Missing, Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 17-year-old Raymond Pierce, who is 5'11", weighing 160 pounds, with brown eyes and brown hair, and 18-year-old Jake Ziegler, who is white, 5 feet, 10 inches, 135 pounds, with blue eyes and brown hair. They are presumed possibly injured and missing from Denver, Colorado. They went missing on October 13, 2012. They are believed to be together. They may have traveled to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, in a green 2006 Pontiac G6 with North Carolina license plate number BDD8844. Raymond is biracial. He is white and Hispanic. Raymond's front tooth is chipped and he has a scar on his right hand, left leg, and arm. His ear is pierced. Raymond goes by the nickname Ray and Jake goes by the name of Ziggy. If you know of Raymond Pierce's or Jake Ziegler's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Raymond Pierce or Jake Ziegler, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage at Our Future is Missing or go to OurFutureIsMissing.com. Thank you. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Welcome to the tech team on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll bring you the latest tech talk and the inside scoop on what you should be thinking about buying. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, welcome back to the Tech Team from the Voice America Kids Network. I am Aaron Mark. And I am sick. Nice to meet you. I'm Aaron Mark. Thank you. That's no, legitimately, I'm, I'm sick. It's yes. not fun. That's why we're doing this yeah. show over Skype. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's Air Dylan, who's sick with a laptop on his lap. Or knee or something, I suppose. I'm guessing. Actually, my laptop's on top of my lap desk, which is on top of my lap. Oh, okay. So, uh, he's Eric Dillon, who is sick, with a laptop who's on, on top of his desk, which is on top of his lap. Correct. And I have a lot of wires connecting me to all sorts of stuff. <laughs> uh, I I know. I, it's Wires are such a pain. Like, I, I was envisioned one of these days we have, like, um, like wireless. You know, we have like wireless internet. I was wishing one of these days we have wireless power. Wouldn't that be great? That would be so good. We have so many wires would just be dissipated. I like. I'm looking at my desk and there's like one power strip that you can barely see because it's covered in wires. Right. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a mess. Anyways, let's get on the show before we continue talking about wires and things that don't uh, that are important. So, um, how's your week, Dylan? Hold on, please. As you see, he is sick. My week was, um, okay. Um, I won, uh, well, we, my team and I won our football game. Good so that was good. But then I got sick. I actually got it from my coach, which is Oh, not no. Nice. Yeah, so now, well, no, let's thank see, you a, couple, a couple days ago, I had a sore throat, and then I had, so I was in the sore throat stage, and then I went to the super congested stage, so now my nose is raw, mm. but now I am more in the coughing stage, so I'm I'm going from congestion to coughing, so I'm probably not contagious anymore, 
Hopefully. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But how do you feel, Dylan? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like I was hit by a bus. Uh, get run over by a what? Fire truck. Okay. Reindeer. Re reindeer. Yeah. Dylan got run over by a reindeer. That actually works. And I'm gonna make a song does. about that. That's, that's a little scary. <laughs> yeah, that, that is. That actually works. I'm gonna make a song about that. So be on the oh lookout gosh. for that. Here we go. <laughs> hey, as, uh, long as, right you make, as long as you make it epic with your while you're drumming, you know, I might be okay with it. Oh yeah, it will be like it will be my interpretation of Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer with some like metal drumming and um and instead of Grandma, it's Dylan. There you go. Here he goes. Be on the lookout for that. It's probably never gonna happen. Be on the probably lookout. Probably never. All right, <laughs> Mark. How was your week? Uh, my week was good. Another boring week. Um, except for the fact I did get some city, which was really awesome. I really, really wanted that game, and it's every bit of fantastic and even more than I thought it was gonna be. I'm not gonna talk about it because I already did. Um, go a few shows back. Uh, yeah, go a few shows back if you wanna listen to my little re review on it. Just, just. I I have I, I have two things. Yeah. One, how did you hold on. <coughs> I'm sorry guys, cut me some slack. Alright, um <laughs> how did you how did you get SimCity? Did you buy it yourself or did someone get it for you? Uh well, uh as you know, I am in well, probably people don't know, but you know Dylan. I'm in between birthday and Christmas, which I like to call the dry time. So I had to come up with money. So uh I get paid about a dollar a day and it's I get paid about once Huh? Yeah, the drought. The drought. It's a drought. <laughs> so I get paid about a dollar a day, like every month. So that's that helped. And then I did some chores, like lawn care and stuff. And uh, then I had um, a twenty-five dollar gift certificate that I did get from uh, from one of my relatives for Christmas. And I all that combined, I was able to get the limited edition SimCity. Um, just like it, I think the limited edition, the way I bought the. The day I bought it, it actually the limited edition had actually like stopped, and I because I went in store they had like only a few left. Because uh -huh. if you went to the website, you couldn't see limited edition anymore. So I'm pretty sure I bought it the day after limited edition actually went away. Nice. So I I was very lucky um, to go to that the store. Is lucky. That if you don't know the limited uh, difference between the normal SimCity and limited edition is limited edition comes with the Heroes and Villains pack, and that adds Vu Tower and Max's Man Power or something. So, Mark, would you also like to tell them uh, what you what you got in your city while you were drilling for oil? Oh yeah. So, um, I was just telling Dylan this last night. I was playing some city. So, my city um, is pretty good. I have seventy thousand residents. Um, it's growing out quite nicely. I have some weirdly placed oil, um, but it's making me money, so I kind of need it. I have a little bit of industry. It's all going well. I have a nice city hall. And then uh, I noticed the news report, and, it's, and it says I have a zombie outbreak in my city. I go over to my hospital, and there's just, like, these green humanoid things pounding out of the hospital. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so, super cool. Um, <laughs> which was not good. I think it's my second disaster in the city now. Like, I, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. My first disaster was a tornado, which wasn't that bad. I've seen worse tornadoes, but... Um, but I did, and then uh, now the zombie outbreak, which was not good because my hospital is actually in my nice area of town where all my high wealth residents live, and uh, that's not very good. Seeing nice. as it's eating all my high wealth residents, making <laughs> them want to move. Nice. So, 
My police are on the job now. There's only like a few left, but it's not it's not good. Uh Well, you know, zombie outbreaks are always fun when they destroy your uh hard worked on uh city. Yeah, you know. And so congratulations, Mark. Yeah, it's 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 been a lot it's been a lot of fun just seeing those green monsters go around and devour everyone. Yeah. It was so funny. I was I was watching uh, I was watching a house and a zombie went into it. And uh and then you hear like um you hear like attacking a person and it says and it says the you click in the house says there's a zo- there's a zombie in the house. Policeman there's like a police guy drives by and sh- and kills the zombie then drives away. And then instantly the house is happy again. Like it went from being super angry from how zombie tagged and went to being instantly happy that there are shopping around it. Nice. <laughs> so that's some city for you. <laughs> uh, the simulator game, city maker game thing. Uh, is so it as good was, as you thought it was going to be? Oh, it's better than I thought it was going to be. Um, to be honest, that's awesome. I, like I, I like it's everything I expected, but then it it's like it, it has a certain thing that like, hooks you to it. Like there's never enough to do. Like there's there's never nothing to do, you know. That's just mm-hmm. the thing. Uh, ever since I actually set up a second city recently for um, I was having a worker shortage, so I set up a second city nearby with crap ton of people. So, nice. Um. All right. So let's move on to gadget on a budget and gadget of the week. Um. Dylan, would you like to go first? No, I want you to. <laughs> Fine. I. I, <laughs> I <laughs> Okay, 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 I'll go first, I'll go first. You, I, I'm, I'm sorry, that's I'm sorry. Why. I'm that's sorry, why. I'll go first. Sorry. Gadget on a budget. Soundless Velcro. I'm pretty sure I didn't talk about this. Um, because I remember writing it down on my last show, but I'm pretty sure I didn't talk about it. If I, I did talk about it, it if I did talk about it, I apologize. I do have everything that I haven't talked about, for sure, for shizzle. Um, but I'm just going to talk, uh, so, uh, but, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> You know, uh, that sort of thing, and yeah. Uh, just gonna continue, you know, kind of, yeah, not gonna, yeah, okay. Anyways, pointing out that I can't talk. The, <laughs> the Undirectional HTH719, the best name for Velcro ever, is the first silent Velcro. Unlike the tr- traditional Velcro, all the hooks on the strip face the same direction. With a pull, they all slide out of the corresponding lips without making a ripping sound. And I know we've had we've had a lot of uh, expensive stuff recently in this show uh, for Gadget and Budget, which might be annoying some people. So um, each what is this? I think it's uh, per piece is like five cents. So this oh. is cheap as as can be, pretty much. So there you go. Nice. There you go. Um, go ahead, Dylan, for Gadget of the Week. Sure. I have one minute to talk about it. Why don't you tell them what website they can? Read more about this. Uh, I pressed. Oh yeah, I I got this out of Popsi, the magazine. Popsi. Popsi. You go to their homepage, or if you're not already subscribed to their um their magazine, um that was in their most recent issue, and I decided to talk about it. Sometimes, kind of sometimes when I go to airports to go somewhere, I get the Popsi magazine. And I read it on the plane. Yeah, but I'm. That's the only time I get the magazine, though. All the other times I go on their website. Well, I, I'm more futuristic, and I get the magazine from um, on my mom's iPad. So, yeah. The magazine on your mom's yep. iPad. So, it's between old school and uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right, well, we got to take a break here. In the next segment, Dylan will talk about Gadget of the Week. If and, I can um, talk about it without coughing. Yeah. <laughs> and I will talk about a touch pen to turn any Windows 8 laptop into um, a touch screen, basically. Any laptop at all. Epic sauce. All right, Stay guys. Tuned. See you in the next segment. You're listening Good. to the tech team. Goodbye. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Stay informed with the tech team on the Voice America Kids channel. Time to get back to the show for more. Hello, welcome back to the tech team on the Voice America Kids Network. Thank you for sticking around, or if you're just joining us, welcome to the show. I just made a new intro. I think I'll probably use it from now on. Oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> okay. Um the annoying well, to hear every single time. Hello, welcome back to the tech team and welcome to the show. If you're just joining us, welcome wait, I've got it already. God dang oh, it. Good. Good. <laughs> I forgot it already. Okay. Well, we have stuff to talk about. As I mentioned, Dylan will be talking about Gadget of the Week, and I have a new, t- uh, new something to talk about called TARDIS Touchpen. Well, Dylan, do you want to go you first? See, it's the TARDIS Touchpen? No, unfortunately, no. That's the TARDIS. That would, that, would, that, would, that would be pretty awesome. It would be. That would be, like, totally epic sauce. It was TARDIS Touchpin. Um, I was on thinking the other day, and I saw all these Doctor Who-themed, like, novelty items that I sort of wanted, but couldn't decipher why. <laughs> Well, Dylan's got to cough away. Um, I think I'm going to talk well, about... As, as soon as we ended the last segment, uh, when uh, Mr. Solston said clear, I threw off my headphones and started coughing. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. It was all ninja and stuff. It, I'm, a, I'm a sick ninja. That's what I you're, am. Oh, I see what you did there. You, uh, you see what I did there? Uh, you're second to... Ah, uh, I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't you recover your throat, Dylan, and then I'll talk about the Targus Touchpin. Oh, can... I have to talk about Gadget of the Week. Fine. I thought I was just going to give you a break. All right. Try tonight. The gadget of the week is RoboBee. (laughs) This isn't what you think, okay? That's just the name of it. Why is it every every other thing you talk about is a robotic animal? (laughs) Hey, first of all, bees are insects. 
<laughs> Second of all, this isn't actually a, a robot bee. Okay, good. It better not be. <laughs> all those spy robot tanks you have gotten, maybe even a spy helicopter. But what okay, you made cool. you throw them out in the end? I sound like a commercial guy. A yeah. sick commercial guy. Um, they were loud and a ball of all. They were ginormous. They were much too noticeable. Correct? Yeah. Am I correct? I'm correct. I never had one, but I always wanted them. And now I know that I should never have gotten one. Yeah, they're, they weren't worth it because it didn't do anything because everybody saw it. It, it wasn't worth it. Anyway... Uh, you probably would have kept it longer if it were, say, the size of a penny. Uh, yeah, I probably would have. Do, do, you, do you see where I'm going with this? Uh, uh, no. No, I don't. Keep going. Robert Wood and some other people at Harvard have made a flying robot that is the size of a penny. Because of course. What? I mean, why wouldn't you? As a because of course, why wouldn't you? Okay, this is pretty darn awesome. A robot the size of a penny that can fly, okay? That's the biggest thing. Because mm -hmm. th think of all the me mechanics in a normal flying vehicle or robot, and then think of how you would have to put it into a little tiny robot. It just wouldn't fit. <laughs> yeah. I I'm starting to ponder myself now. How do they do that? I'm just now starting to think how they do that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Though this is not for spying on people, you could just stick a little camera on there if you wanted, or whatever, you know. Um, it's they, totally not gonna be able, it's totally not going to fall if you put a camera on it. No, no, no. You put a camera all around it, so then it's still balanced. Um, they call <laughs> amazingness the Robo-Bee. This costs two cents. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, it flaps its wings and approx approximately... I'm sorry, my nose is making me talk weird. Uh, it flaps its wings at approximately 120 times per second, allowing it to fly Whoa. regularly or hover. Whoa, that's cool. Yeah. It weighs less than one twentieth of a dime. Wow. And it Wait. can fly... This is crazy. I know. This is just crazy. Because this was so small, normal mechanisms that make things fly obviously wouldn't work. So the team had to think of a different way to make it able to fly. Um, Kevin Ma, a co-lead author and graduate student at Harvard School of Engineering and Applied Sciences, said large robots can run on electric electromagnetic motors, but at this small of a scale, you have to come up with an alternative, and there wasn't one. So, instead of using electromagnetic motors, they decided to use something called, okay, I'm probably going to say this wrong, piezoelectricity. Alright, I, I probably said that very, 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 very wrong. But forgive me. Um, they took tiny ceramic strips that could expand or contract by hit with an electric field. And that's what made it fly. Hmm. I actually think I'm, um, I'm talking about something similar today with, uh, that exact same material. That's interesting. Do you know where they got their inspiration? These? Children's pop-up books. Oh my god. Children's pop-up books and origami.
Well, origami makes sense. But children's pop-up pop books, everybody. Children's pop-up books. They inspire the genius of others. Yes. Little did those authors of little children's pop-up books know that they could have been making a robot the size of a penny instead of their books. Yep. Just, using, just doing it the same way. Yeah. Could have made That's millions. Could have made millions. Millions. I'm just kidding. Anyway, yes. uh, one of the problems with it being so tiny, though, is that it has no onboard power source. Well, doesn't it like power itself, though? Well, it, it, it connects to um, using a really thin wire. It uses it connects to a um, uh, power source that's not on it. So no, it doesn't power itself. That would be cool. Hmm. Uh, well, that the article said. I didn't. See okay. That. Anyway, um, last just, just wondering. Sorry. Yeah. Last summer, after many failed prototypes. The Robo-Bee took flight in Harvard at 3 in the morning. I don't know why they were awake. Don't ask me. Um, <laughs> if, it, if, I was, if I was so close to making like a robotic discovery of a, of a bee, I would, I would totally stay up to 3 in the morning. Okay. I wouldn't is, it, is it that hard to, you know, wait until 6 in the morning? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not just stay up the whole night? It feels so much good. It feels, it feels so much, much gooder. It feels so much gooder, everybody. <laughs> All right, guys. That's that's the word of the day, gooder. That's not a word, but it is now. Word of the day. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, word of the day. <laughs> you can read... Hold on. I'm sorry. You can read more about this at www.foxnews.com. Mark, take it away so I can cough my head off. You watch the best. <laughs> so he's going to cough, and we can all still hear him. And <laughs> I'm going to talk about the touch pen, which many of you have been waiting for. And I will now talk about um, Targus, not Tardis, Targus. Tardis. Targus. Tardis. Um, oh. <laughs> God dang it. I refuse uh, to believe it. <laughs> touch pin. With a touch pin, a user can convert any Windows-based laptop monitor to a touch screen. And travel through time. Totally. Um, on the inside, guys. Yeah, it totally... <laughs> <laughs> ah, it holds okay. more ink than you would think. Oh, okay, I just okay. that was genius. I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead, Mark. I'll be serious now. You better be. Okay. Um. Uh, the, with the touch pin, a user can convert any Windows-based laptop monitor to a touch screen. The Bristol Tech Pen relays this in, uh, its position via infrared and ultrasonic signals to a USB receiver that attaches to the side of the screen with magnets. This is $100, and um, this includes the pen and a magnet thingamabob. Thingamabob. And this plugs, uh, but if you didn't know, this also plugs right into your... Gosh, she closed... <laughs> my mom just came in and closed my door really hard. Um, <laughs> it's all right. We couldn't hear it that much. Um, it's not allowed for me. Anyway, uh, and the magnetic thing about Bob. And, um, I haven't seen this work, but it looks kind of cool, I think. Like, why it buy... It sounds pretty awesome. Like, like, why buy, like, a touchscreen compatible, like, for 500 just buy a $200 laptop, if that's even possible, and get that. Yeah. Actually, well, I'm not sure if $200, if $200 laptop even exists. Um, well, there have been some, I don't, I... I think they weren't exactly the best laptops, if you could guess that much. No, but, um, they weren't. I, 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 have, I have seen some, 
some of the, uh, I'm trying to think of the name, the Chromebooks. One of the Chromebooks was $200 at a point. Okay. Anyway, so that's that's the touch pen, everybody. Um, and I I think it's pretty sweet and freaking awesome. Um, that is awesome. I have uh, I have we have two Windows eight computers in the house actually. My mom got a new rap, uh, my not my mom got a new laptop recently. Raptop. <laughs> my mom got a new laptop recently. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Seems legit. Real. My mom got a new laptop recently, <laughs> and. Uh, and of course, I have Windows 8 in it, and I got a new laptop recently because I have my old Wait. one. Wait, what is your? Does your mom like Windows 8? Um, she doesn't because she's used to Windows Vista. But I think when she uses it enough, she will. Um, and do you like Windows 8? It's it's okay. I kind of I like parts of it, but I feel like they like the one thing that kills me every single time. It kills me every single time. Is they removed the start menu from Windows Seven? Yeah. That that kills me. Um, and also, when you swipe to the right on a laptop, it like switches to Windows. It's kind of annoying. Um, that's <laughs> that's my main complaints, really. Um, but I, besides that, I kind of like it. Anyway, I got a new laptop because I used to have one that I used specifically for programming my robot, and that one uh, died. Um, and so I, uh, like it would, it stopped working for programming, which was its main purpose. So then I got a new one, which is like 300 or something. Awesome. Well, guys, we have to take a break. Oh, I'm didn't sick. I'm Air Mark. He's Air Dylan. Who's I'm sick? Laptop sick. on his desk. No, a laptop on my lap desk on my lap. Anyway, yeah. we'll catch you in the next segment. You're listening to the tech team. Goodbye. Bye. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. 
You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stay informed with the tech team on the Voice America Kids channel. Time to get back to the show for more. Hello, welcome back to the tech team on the Voice America Kids Network. My name is Mark, and welcome to the show. If you're new, if you just joined us, welcome back. You what? <laughs> so if you're new, welcome back. Yeah. That, yeah. Face palm. All right, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sick. You Kish, are. He's joining us. You and you are sick. You are very sick. This is bad radio etiquette, Dylan. You're not supposed to be sick on the radio. Just get... Just instantly get, heal myself, Mark. Just Yeah, just instantly heal yourself. I don't see why not. Just do it. All right, guys. I'm better now. I'm just kidding. All right. Um, all right, Mark. Uh, would you like to start off with something, or should I? Uh, I do want to talk about something very, very cool that uh, could be taking place pretty soon. This is like some concept ideas, but could be happening to places near you. So coming to somewhere near you could be um, to and Best Buy near you. Just no, no. Um, this is no, no, completely no. Um, this is the sort. Of, this is sort of something similar to like. You know when you go to China, uh, or I don't know about China actually, but you know if I go to Can- uh, Canada or Japan, um, <laughs> and there's like free Wi-Fi everywhere in, in major cities, and Why we're can't only we have that here. I should say we, uh, you know, we only have like one major city that's done it recently, and it's only it's done like in the last month, and we're just getting to that now, right? We we, we have Starbucks. They're nice people. <laughs> yeah, we do have Starbucks. They're everywhere, and they have Wi-Fi. There we go. Um, Starbucks and sometimes the library. <laughs> Anyways, um, so that you know, one of the things we're kind of behind on. This is uh, another one of those things. Only we're not so far behind. In fact, we might be the first to do this on a massive scale. Um, now, uh, what I'm about to talk about is what I like to call street smarts. Every year, cars become more sophisticated. They can adapt to the speed of traffic, generate power from braking, and even park themselves. Are our real- cars gonna have free Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, they're not gonna you do see people in their car <laughs> doing their work yeah, they're not gonna have free wifi <laughs> okay but, but the roads no. no but the roads are, are pretty much made of the same stuff that was under your grandparents wheels even though today we drive an average of 13,000 miles a year, not since the 1800s when we started replacing dirt with concrete and asphalt has the driving surface seen a major change. But now, inventors, designers, and engineers are trying to make roads more useful, more visible, and less expensive. The cost of energy is a major factor. Cash-strapped communities in the United States and Europe are so desperate to cut costs that they've recently started shutting off streetlights. Even the lighting has been shown to reduce accidents, uh, which is a darn shame. Um, Jacksonville, Florida, California, and Highland Park and Michigan have turned off the lamps in an attempt to save money. Communities like these need new ways to, uh, to keep the lights on. Uh, and a way, one way of doing that is with, now I'm probably going to say this wrong, it's what you were talking about earlier, Dylan, piezoelectric materials. Okay. Right. So it's it's the thing where little parts it can uh, uh, expand and contrast people's. Well, this um, what this is. Uh, well, no, what the, what this is is like it harnesses power from um, like vibrations. 
Oh, and for a street, there's a lot of vibration. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> heroes can harness vibrations and pressure from passing cars that convert, uh, that, that can convert that into energy, into usable power. In 2008, a rail station in Japan used PO, piezoelectric, I'm just going to call it uh, Baba Booey, uh, in floor, Booey, in his floors to take advantage of the vibrations for footsteps, generating enough power to run holiday displays in, uh, sorry, run a sentence, uh, run holiday displays. In 2009, an Israeli company um, tested these materials in a 10-mile strip of, of road and reported generating an average of 2,000 watts, enough wow. to theoretically power 30 to 60-watt light bulbs. And now, the California Energy Commission is currently studying whether um, Baba Booey materials will be economically feasible to use on the state's roads. Just think of what this could do. How are new innovative lights that only turn on when cars are passing? And, like, uh, like if you, I, I got this out of, uh, I was reading this out of Popsi, and the picture they showed for, like, some concept stuff was a set of lights that are coming up and shining down. There are lights at the bottom shining across the road. Wow. Right? And, the, and they have those only turn on when cars pass by. So the closer a car gets, the brighter uh, the light bulb gets, the further away it gets, the darker it gets, so it finally turns off completely. That would cause interesting shadows to the car in front of you. Yeah. Um, Brighter, less... Yeah. Something... Brighter, less... Alright, I'm done. <laughs> Something else that's cool that can be added to roads is a temperature-reactive paint that displays warnings and, and could improve today's streets. So it's pretty cold out there. You, uh, it could be like snowflakes on the streets telling you to drive safely or something. That's interesting. Again, another concept thing I got on uh, pop side. There's, again, that was one, one of the pictures was like reactive paint, so when it gets cold, they, these snowflakes start popping up telling you it's cold out to drive more safely, basically. It's cold outside. Maybe it's cold outside. Elf for the win. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that. <laughs> I'm always thinking about Elf, okay? God dang it. Freaking Elf. <laughs> oh, that's such a good movie. It is, it is. <laughs> I watch it like 12 times every December. I know. And I know. more in January. <laughs> I was going to watch them more in December. I didn't watch it enough. Oh, that was such a funny movie. Well, for I, I legit probably watched it 13, 14 times. Yeah, Will Ferrell is so funny. He is, he is. I want to see more of his movies, but I'm not allowed to. <laughs> yeah, the, the rest of his movies are a little bit dull, but that one specifically is funny. Yes, it is. All right, Mark, are you done talking about your Bubba Bluey or whatever you were calling it? Um, I think it's like polarizometric materials or something. I was calling it Baba Booey because it would be faster. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty much jam. And I was just a thought, something that could be happening very soon, um, some futuristic streets, our next step towards the future, people, is coming faster than you expect. And where can we read about these Baba Bluey lights? <laughs> um, I'm going to try and pronounce this right. Um, Piezoelectric. I think so. I think that's how you pronounce it. Piezoelectric. Yeah, piezo. There he is. Yeah, piezoelectric. I'm gonna hopefully. Forget. That's how hopefully I'm gonna. Hopefully, that's the right way. Yeah. Oh, hopefully, piezoelectric materials. 
You can read more about these and how streets could be uh, uh, becoming smarter um, in PopSide, the latest edition, or online at PopSide.com. There you have it, people. Uh, Mark, I have to tell you, I like I like Bubba Bluey better than Piezo Electric. <laughs> it's just it sounds more sophisticated, Bubba Bluey. Um, <laughs> my bad. All right. Um, let's see. Okay, Dylan, we still love you. All right. Um, <laughs> I am going to talk about a um, smelling robot. Oh my god. Actually, it's the plural. Wait a minute. Robots. Flying, flying robot. Is this um, is this another one of Google's pranks? No, 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 no. Are you sure? No. All right, just listen. Because I was so excited for that smell stuff from Google, and now it's not happening. I know, I know, I know. Anyway. Um, there's a new way to find an answer to the question, does my breath smell bad? Yes. Yes. Um, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you might even wonder if your feet smell bad. Well, now there are robots to answer those questions. Except I can touch my nose with my foot, so it doesn't really matter. What? Yeah, I'm, I can touch my nose to my, I, or I can touch my foot to my nose, it doesn't matter. I'm smelling my feet disturbing. now. <laughs> I'm smelling my feet now. Yeah, they do stink. Um, I need, to get, <laughs> I need to clean my feet. We only have 30 seconds left. All right, peoples, I will talk about this in the next segment. For now, I will start coughing as soon as the break ends. As you can hear me, I'm trying to hold it back. And, uh, yeah. Uh, we have to take a break. I'm Dylan. Uh, actually, I'm sick with a laptop. I'm on a lap desk on my lap. That's Dylan. your mark. Dylan, you got it wrong. I'm Mayor Mark. You're Air Dylan, who is sick with a laptop on his laptop disc, which is on his lap. You got it wrong. All right. Uh, you're listening to the tech team. We'll catch you in the next segment. Uh, goodbye. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? 
Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stay informed with the tech team on the Voice America Kids channel. Time to get back to the show for more. Hello, welcome back to the Voice America Kids Network. Welcome to the tech team. I said that in the wrong order. I yes, you did. I did. If you're just joining us, Welcome. The first time. I'm sick if you're just joining us. Yep, he is sick. So don't listen to him. It will make I... you sick. He's contagious. It will make you sick if you listen to him. Seems legit. Alright. <laughs> In the last segment, I was talking about smelling robots. You When were. Mark so rudely cut me off. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't. <laughs> um, I left off on, uh, let's see. Um, Alright. There are two new robots that can give you answers to the question, does my breath smell bad and do my feet smell bad? One of them looks like a human head, and when you breathe into it, it will tell you if your breath smells bad. The other one is called you. Yeah, my feet stink. All right, then. <laughs> um, it, it, it does, uh, the... <coughs> <coughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um, no worries, no worries. Um, uh, it, it, it tells you, no, I'm all right. right. It tells you if your, uh, if your breath smells bad in its own unique way. It says anything from your breath smells like citrus to we have an emergency if your breath smells bad. (laughs) Uh, and there's another robot that will tell you if your feet smell bad made by the same company. Wow. This robot looks like a dog. Um, if your feet don't smell bad, the dog will nestle up next to you, and Beethoven's Fifth Symphony will play out of its speakers. <laughs> if it's bad, it will growl, and if it is absolutely terrible, it will collapse and pretend to pass out. <laughs> well, uh, does it um? Does it look like the the, do- the robot dog from Doctor Who? I don't think I saw that episode. Oh, uh, that's there. There used to be a thing on the old Doctor Who series. <clears throat> there was um, there was a, one of his companions had a robot dog. I forget how she got it. I don't remember. I never watched it. I just know that she had one. Um, and it it looked really weird too. It's like it was basically a steel kind of um, triangulated kind of cage, um, and like a and like a red nose or something. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, but, but it sounds it, like a Rudolph, but it, in a cage. It could kind of look like it. Well, I say cage, more like just like a box, like a triangulated box uh, of steel. Sounds like the weirdest dog in the world. Uh, I'll say I'll say a picture. I'll post a picture on Facebook, maybe if you don't know what I'm trying to explain here. Um, I'm I'm really hoping that this robot dog looks like that because that would be just freaking awesome. Well, it doesn't. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, they need to produce a model. <coughs> Uh, we'll just let Dylan cough there. I hope they produce a, a new model that's like an optional, like a new option thing for that. Doctor Who dog. Doctor Who dog. Uh, anyway, 
Um, the company who made this, Crazy Labo, says they hope their robots will make people laugh. So they're not trying to offend you. They want you to laugh about it. Well, too bad. I'm offended. Uh, um, the robots use gas that? sensors that can create a chemical fingerprint that can be matched to certain odors. Hmm. Yeah, yes. I don't care about that. I'm just more. I'm just more amazed that they made it human head and human dog. Yeah. Uh, you'll read more about this at www.bbc.co.uk. That's awesome. BBC, everybody. BBC. BBC. Yeah. Channel the you Doctor Who. <laughs> That's enough Doctor Who. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Um, I promise I won't mention it again. Uh, anyways. Um, and I, I also just realized what I said. Wouldn't it be so awesome if we, if we had human dogs? Like, that would just be awesome. Um, no. Because I, I realized I said, I was more impressed that they made human heads and human dogs. I want a human dog now. That would be so cool. I, no. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. That would be, and then it could, like, take care of itself. Oh, that would be great. Except, would it have posable thumbs? I don't know if a human dog has posable thumbs. I'm trying to imagine a human dog, and I'm very disturbed. <laughs> oh, my God. Me, too? I <laughs> kind of. Uh. Yeah, yeah that's really freaky. I think I'm going to have nightmares about that. Anyway, Mark, <laughs> do, would you like to talk about something, or would you like me to talk about something very, 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 very short? Uh, well, looks like we haven't been conundrum here. I do have one last thing. It's sort of medium. So I'll talk about that, and then you can talk about your one-lined, or I assume, thing. Actually, it's one, two, three, four, five, six. It's seven lines. That's short? Yeah. Kidding me? The shortest I was defined super short as like one line. Sorry, it's kind Liar. of short there. Liar! Gosh. Anyway, the Oculus Rift revise. If you guys don't remember, the Oculus Rift uh, is the virtual reality system, and uh, Oculus Rift has recently been released to the general public. It has been modified, improved, and is now pretty awesome. Um, oh yeah, and here's the best part. It looks even worse than it did before. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, no. It's now, now you wear, like, it looks like you're wearing a giant box around your eyes, basically. It's like this big, giant box in your eyes. It's like the best virtual reality system there is, but you're wearing a giant box. <laughs> it's so bad. Hey, it's worth it, bro. Yeah, like, imagine, I, I think you can. I think there actually is a way. I can't remember. Imagine playing, like, TF2, virtual reality. You don't know, you know, that's like Team Fortress 2 is a Valve game. We don't know what that is. Um, and they have overclocked uh, things a bit, too. The, uh, the sensors uh, in the Oculus Rift, uh, Oculus Rift uh, in the Oculus Rift, which consists of an accelerometer, gyroscope, magnetron, and a microcontroller. Um, I believe a magnetron is a tiny uh, magneto or megatron. Um, have a reaction time of one millisecond. Off-the-shelf sensors usually have a, a reaction time of four milliseconds. Huh. Yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah. You can read more about this. Uh, I read more about this in the newest issue of PopSci. And I'm not quite sure on the pricing. It didn't say, and I was too lazy to go Google it. But uh, I'm going to guess it's like probably 2000 or something like that. Probably around that price range. 
Excuse me, I just had the cough. See? Oh, jeez. I am contagious. I've been listening to Dylan this entire time, and now, and now I have a cough because Dylan is contagious. Dylan, I'm tired of listening to you. You're contagious. can't believe it. Sorry. You should be sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm um, crying on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Dylan. I didn't mean to be mean. Yes, you I'm did. Be yeah, I did. Um... <laughs> <coughs> I'm just kidding. Alright, well, that was my Oculus Rift. That was the new virtual reality system. That was the new Oculus looking thing on the planet Earth, but also possibly the coolest looking, well, not, I was looking, coolest thing on the planet of the Earth that we can possibly date if you don't count the Large Hadron Collider, possibly, maybe. Alright then. So that was me. How about you, Dylan? What do you got to talk about? But I don't know I have a New Zealand carcass. Uh, what? <laughs> New Zealand carcass. A New Zealand carcass. Yes. Seems legit. A mysterious carcass washed ashore in New Zealand not long ago. Like, like. Oh my gosh, this congestion makes me talk so weird sometimes. I know, but is this like a person or like a whale? Just wait. Okay, okay, okay. It was found by a few people riding uh, four-wheelers. Mm. The people couldn't figure out what it was, and uh, they thought it was a prehistoric creature, actually. I saw a picture of it, and it looks a lot like a prehistoric creature. It's a little tiny, tiny bit scary. Nah. <laughs> Let me guess. It's an alien. It is. Oh my god, it's an alien. We are not alone, people. We are not alone. Just kidding. Um, anyway, oh um, a video of it was soon posted on YouTube asking the public to help them figure out what it was. A marine biologist soon figured out it was a carcass of a killer whale. It looks really not like a killer whale. Um, I don't know what happened uh, to you. I don't know. But there you have it, folks. Case closed. You can read more about this at www.foxnews.com. I'll try to post a link because it's really scary looking and it does not look like a killer whale. Okay, Mark, start, I... start listing off social media things, please. Okay. We're really close to closing. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, that seems like... I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say now because you distracted me. How dare you, Dylan? Anyway, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube because this is the only thing I remember to say now. Make sure to stalk us on Facebook. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. Make sure to check out our Instagram. I post pictures there all the time. Totally. There's so many pictures to check out. There's lots. Um, and uh, I think that's about it. Um, Sounds like it. I wish we had more social media. We should make a Vine account. Oh, jeez. All right, guys. Um, this has been... Produ uh, produced by Kidstar for the Voice America Kids Network. Please keep Perry and Jackie in your thoughts and prayers. Thank you so much for listening. Next show is number 50, guys. No, it isn't. Next show is 49.1. Mark has this big idea of making 49.1, 49.2, etc. until we get well, something we, we cool. We have a big idea for 50, uh, but it, it's going to take us just a tiny bit. So the next show is 49.1, and we will see you Possibly. then. Possibly. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening again. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye to you. Farewell. That's our show. Make sure you tune in to the tech team every week for the latest in tech info on the Voice America Kids channel. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. The future of online TV is here. 
View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Have we got a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world? Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. 